It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Hey, good morning. Welcome. Welcome to game time here on this Wednesday morning. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we move through a Wednesday morning. It's, it's, we're getting closer and closer to the state tournament which is going to take place this weekend down in San Antonio. Are you are Ward White's good morning. How are you? Good. You jazzed up? You ready to go? I'm ready. Good stuff planned for San Antonio. I mean, you're going to like take it all in the river walk and you're going to do all the all the touristy stuff? No. <laughs> oh my. We'll not have time. <laughs> I'll be soaking in basketball. It's all your your time is all booked up, is it? Pretty much. I'm gonna hang out at the Alamo Dome. Uh, that's what I would do too. I think that'd be fun. I think that would be a a, a good time. So, uh, La Vega will be there on Friday afternoon, one thirty, one fifteen broadcast over on one hundred four point nine FM. So, uh, look forward to that. Uh, Ryan, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. You, you know how sometimes, and I guess in today's television watching. You know, there's just so many options. You, you you don't you have yes you have the over the air television, but you also got Prime and 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 you know Netflix and and all of those. I stumbled into a show. It's a I guess you call it a docu series. There was eight episodes, about an hour each. No, about forty five minutes each. And I binge watched it yesterday. It was. It's called Full Swing. It's about the PGA. Have you seen it? I haven't seen. I've seen it like while browsing, but I haven't watched it. I, I couldn't turn it off. It was. It was really good. It was interesting. It was a lot of it about the business aspect of golf, uh, the family aspect of playing professional golf, what it's like to be, you know, a a Tiger or a Rory McIlroy, and, and what it's like to be a rookie. It, it was really, it was eight episodes. Uh, it was really interesting. It's called Full Swing. And if you get a chance, you may want to check it out, particularly if you're a golf fan. But I, even if you're not, I, I just found it fascinating because it gave you every aspect and every angle. Yeah, they, they, they showed you the golf, how, you know, and, and a, in the presentation, you know, they had guys that were playing really well, guys that were struggling in what they were doing, guys in the, in you know beginning their careers guys that were ending their careers and and missing cuts and guys that uh, you know as we said were at the top of the heap and, and guys that were trying to get going and how they managed the business aspect of it and I didn't realize war just how many people were involved when they say our team or my team they mean it there's a group of people from a business manager you know you know they're having meetings with with people for their wardrobe on what they're going to wear. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff that goes into because they're getting paid big bucks to wear them. Yeah, I do that on a regular basis. I'm too. sure you do. <laughs> so, have you met with with your wardrobe coordinators to uh, to determine what you're wearing on Friday and Saturday? No, we did that last night. Oh, okay, 
big meetings, high level. Yeah. Because we can all see you on the radio. Did, did it on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, to me, it was a fascinating show. Uh, it's called Full Swing. And um, I liked it. And it got into the, boy, I don't, I'm going to get in trouble for saying it, but it got into the live and the PGA stuff because it's, that's when this was being filmed, when that was just getting rolling. And, you know, players talking about the difficulty of making the decision and moving on. And, yeah, it was, to me it was just really – it was really interesting. I, I mean, I watched all eight episodes yesterday. Just knocked it out. Just couldn't turn it off. So, anyway. Uh, all right, uh, 7.04, four minutes after 7. This is game time. We're going to get into some baseball, some softball. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, NCAA basketball tournament. We had Matt Jackson on the program yesterday. And you may have missed it because we had some technical difficulties. There was power failure in parts of Waco yesterday. And, <laughs> and so some of our towers were without electricity. So we were off the air for a while. We're going to bring Matt back because they were in a – we said it was going to be a knockdown dragout between Lorena and Mejia. It was a knockdown dragout between Lorena and Mejia. Lorena wins by one on a, I think, a basket with about seven seconds to play in the game. So we're going we're gonna to get Matt back on the program this morning, kind of talk about that win, uh, that atmosphere, and everything that was involved in that, and then look ahead to the regional tournament. And they don't go far, Ward. They go to, you, you pointed it out yesterday, they go to Midway. So that's not far when you're talking about a regional tournament. And so they yeah, should have a pretty, home, home. That's pretty good. Yeah, they should have a home court advantage, wouldn't you think, with, from the fan stand, standpoint? Mm-hmm. Now they're going to get the number two team in the state, Hitchcock. So again, from the frying pan to the fire. But you know what? That's what you got to do when when you're this deep in the playoffs. So we'll we'll talk to Matt about that. Uh, we're going to visit with who Jonigan Baylor softball just continues to do their thing. Who's on that staff? And we'll talk to who Jonigan this morning about that fourteen and one start. What a, what a terrific start for the softball program. And uh, we'll visit with him. We're going to have a new guest on the program today around 8 o'clock. His name is Bill Pollock. Bill hosts a, a podcast called Big 12 This Week. And uh, we'll, we'll check in with Bill and talk about the race to the, to the finish line in the basketball and uh, look ahead to the the ever-popular Big 12 tournament, and uh, dive into that. And uh, and then look ahead to the NCAA tournament. So we'll have Bill Pollock on the program coming up around 8 o'clock this morning. So we got a lot of stuff going on. By the way, make a note, Friday morning around 8 o'clock, we're going to have Mac Rhodes, the uh, director of athletics for Baylor University. He'll be on the program with us on Friday morning. So we'll have that around uh, – around eight o'clock. So we got some stuff for you here on this, uh, on the program coming up. So now you're going to, uh, what's your, what's your travel arrangements? I mean, are you, you're going to, you're going to leave like on Wednesday or Thursday. I mean, today's Wednesday. Would you, will you leave today for no? Okay. So you're not leaving today. No, I'll leave for early Friday morning, early Friday morning. You, will you check in from the road? Like possibly. <laughs> 
So what what time do you what time do you will you, will you will you get to the arena? I will get there by ten o'clock. For a one at, at the at the latest, <laughs> I would like to get there by eight thirty nine o'clock if I can. But don't you well, trying to get through Austin? I don't know if that's going to be feasible. Go around. Yeah, I could do that. I'm telling you, man, it's that's the best six or seven bucks ever spent. Hit that bad boy in Georgetown and come out in San Antonio. Never get off of it. Uh, I always felt, and I don't know about you, and here we go getting into getting into the weeds, and people may not even care about this, but I always felt rushed when working at the NCAA, I mean, not NCAA, excuse me, the um, high school basketball tournament because they won't let you down there until your team is ready to get going. And so you're throwing that stuff together and getting ready and trying to get your charts all put together with the starters. Do you feel the same way? I mean, you feel rushed. I'll have all my charts done. You have their starters? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I've already talked to their coach. Very nice. So I, I'll have all my charts done before I get down to the floor. Um, but they've changed it a little bit to where – they have a longer table now. It's further away from the court now, but it's behind the benches. Oh, and so they can do two at once? So there's several that get to set up. Oh, so you can get everything put together? Yeah, they, they've changed it just a little bit. Now, it's only the game before yours that you can set up. You can't set up two or three games right, ahead, right. but the game before yours you can set up. That way it, it's a little bit more seamless transition than it used to be <laughs> it in austin be, it used to be a little bumpy <laughs> in, in austin it was yeah. bad you're like hurry up get your post game show over with so we can get our pregame show right. started yeah. um, anyway all now, right huh? softball and baseball it's still that way oh yeah yeah we, you and i worked one mm-hmm. we're just sitting out in the hallway going tick 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 come on say good night mm-hmm. <laughs> We, I forget who we were doing when we were down there, but Robinson. Yeah. So we were just. And I've done Crawford the last three years down there. In softball, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I did. Uh, you I, did the baseball last year. Right. Uh, Valley Mills. Mills. Mm-hmm. And, and for whatever reason, it, it didn't seem as. Well, you were at, you were at a, an advantage because weren't you at. You I was at, the first game. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, so I was the one holding everybody up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. I was the first one out of the box. So all right, it is a seven ten, ten minutes after seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Baseball last night. Uh Bears uh give up a five spot and uh they just can't overcome it and they get beat last night by UTSA uh in in that midweek game. Bears now two and six after uh after an eight three loss and and again they uh they give up a five spot and and just can't overcome it so Baylor now two and six as they get ready to host a four game series this weekend against Youngstown State it will begin with a single game on Friday night a double header on Saturday and then a single game on Sunday so uh those games on ESPN and on Fox Sports Central Texas it's an either or deal uh depending on the scheduling. But uh, Friday's game, I believe, is here on ESPN. Saturday's doubleheader on Fox. And Sunday's game is back here on ESPN. So keep that in mind. As we mentioned, Baylor softball, a winner last night. 
uh, in a run rule game. They beat UTA. They beat the Mavericks eight to nothing in five innings. First fifteen in the books, and Glenmore's team is fourteen and one. 14 and 1 and off to a tremendous start. And again, as we mentioned, we'll visit with Hoot Jonigan a little later on in the program. So uh, congratulations to uh to to Glenmore. Uh and, and you know what I'm curious? I I'm curious to find out from the staff just how good they thought they were going to be early. Because this is a, a, a relatively young team. There's some young kids on this team. But 14 W's out of your first 15, including a win over Oklahoma. You Not play, bad. And you played Arkansas? I think you'll take that. I, I think so. Would you take another 14-1 and one in your next 15? I think you would. <laughs> so we'll talk to Hoot about that coming up in a few minutes. All right. It is a 7-12, 12 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women close the regular season Saturday on Senior Day in the Farrell Center hosting West Virginia. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor women's basketball. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Kickoff 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 crew cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramie, and Top of the Line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get values up to $3,000 on a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO.com. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Have you been tagged yet again? Again, in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. All right, 717, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we move through this uh, Wednesday morning. Ward, I, I was looking. The, uh, in, the combine is coming up starting Thursday, mm-hmm. and we'll run through Sunday. Did you see the coverage times? There's, it's like 24-7. It's like five hours on the NFL Network on Thursday. And Friday, and I think it, it expands to like seven or eight hours on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. This is wall-to-wall coverage on the NFL Network of the Combine. It is every year. So that'll start on Thursday. From Baylor's perspective, Connor Galvin will be there, and uh, defensive lineman Siaka Ika will also be at the Combine. I'm just curious how they – can they improve their stock and their draft – status uh with those workouts or is it going to be about the 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 interviews i mean again for these two individuals they'll have a pro day here and you know that so i'm just curious if they can improve their 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 draft status at the combine uh i i guess it just depends on what they do with the interviews, and if they knock those out of the park, possibly. Um, and maybe if they completely shine out in, in the drills. I mean, there's a there's an opportunity there. But I still say that most teams have done their due diligence before the combine. They're just trying to get to know the individual, and they're trying to get the medical test. and if something goes awry there, you can drop, but I don't think you necessarily have a very big opportunity to move up. There will be, what, over 300 athletes mm-hmm. that will make their way to Indianapolis to uh, 
for lack of a better term, begin trying to live their dream and, and, and be a part of the National Football League. So uh, that will start on Thursday and we'll run through Sunday. And I'm curious, you know, just when you're looking at these players, are you looking at these players from the position of what do we need to look at when it becomes draft time? You've, I guess you've got to kind of have a plan in place of you already what, know. what you're Team, going to do. Teams already know what they're – they've got their draft boards up. They've had them up for months. They know what direction they're going. They just utilize this, again, for evaluation to make sure that they're not missing anything. There's not, there's not an NFL team out there that doesn't have their draft board, if not finished, Really, really close to being finished. So, okay, I'm going to ask you this then. So, if, if that's the case, the Cowboys already know what they're doing with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard? Well, and that's going to depend on what happens through free agency and things like that. But, I mean, they've got their targets out there. They've got draft board A, draft board B, draft board C, draft board D, done. Well, that's what, I'm, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, and, and talk a little bit and, about. And nothing in the combine is going to change their mind. Okay, that's where I was going to go. Are, are they going to see something that says, you know what, I, maybe we were a little bit hesitant, maybe we were a little bit wrong. Could we could we go ahead and grab a kid in the draft and go ahead and move this, this, this guy on down the road? I mean, are those conversations taking place in the room at, at 10 o'clock at night after day one or day two of the combine? I mean, you know, when, when I don't are, think there's anybody out there that could change your mind on Ezekiel Elliott and say, okay, we can go get this guy and move on from Zeke Elliott. I think they've already made their mind up that they're probably going to move on from Ezekiel Elliott. And I, again, I, I wouldn't give Tony Pollard the, the tag. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily resign him unless I got him at a bargain price, which I don't think you're going to. Cause no, other you're teams not are, getting him at a bargain price. Cause other teams are going to come after him and I'm not taking the risk on him injury. I'm not doing it. There's running backs in this draft that can be, just fine in a Mike McCarthy offense. And, and I might go after it in the first round with B. John Robinson. But first round money's big money. Well, yeah, and you you don't you don't have to you don't have to re sign him no, for goes seven on the, years. Goes on the rookie deal. Yes. Goes on the rookie deal. I get that. And that's kind of And then once he's you know, once you've got to where he's at the end of his contract, you move on from him and go get the next one. Is Dallas too loyal at times to their people? Uh, I think Jerry is, yeah. I mean, that's been that's that's been part of their deal, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that they Well, that and they're just good enough not to get a good spot in the draft. Right. This was this was a playoff team this year. They're not at the top of the draft board. They're you know, they're a playoff team. But I'm curious if they're just is there anything that can happen there and not necessarily watching players, but just in those meetings that can change how they, how they attack the draft coming up when in, when it comes to how we handle the tight end position, you know, what are we going to do with Dalton Schultz? What are we going to do with Tony Pollard at the running back position? What are we going to do with the Ezekiel Elliott? I would hope not. There's a, there's a lot of questions when it comes to the people that are already in a uniform. Mm Mm-hmm. How does that dictate your draft? 
I, I hope it doesn't. If you move on from somebody, don't you have to fill that slot? Well, yeah. I mean, the Cowboys aren't very good at free agency. <laughs> well, that's that's for sure. So, I mean, that's, you know. you got to actually participate in it right. in order to be good or bad at it. Right. And they're just, that's just not their cup of tea. No. Hasn't been. No. And that's, that's where you need to fill those spots if you're looking to make a push immediately. Going and getting a rookie is not going to guarantee you make a push. You're not going to tag Dalton Schultz again, are you? I I don't know. Maybe. I think you've got enough depth at tight end. You don't I, have to worry about it. That's I, I agree. You had some guys. You, you, you were If you're deep anywhere, you're deep at tight end. Now, some of those guys didn't have, you know, they got on the job training this year a little bit, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'm with you. I thought, I thought you saw enough from your tight end position that I think you feel okay there. I think the question is, what are you going to do at running back? Is the running back position going to be an important position in your offense? In the Mike McCarthy, the way he if they if they flip and go the Mike McCarthy offense, no. But Ward, you keep hearing that they're going to make it a hybrid. It's going to be I, a little bit. Of, I think that's the dumbest thing they could possibly do. But that's what you're hearing. Well, I know, but that's stupid. You're hearing it's going to be a little bit of of what they were doing and a little bit of what Mike used to do in Green Bay, and they're going to kind of just mesh all that together. And here we go. Well, that's that's all well and fine. If you're going to do that, then you're going to have to go get a decent running back that can carry a little bit for you. And you're also going to have to go get a real number two receiver. And if you don't do either one of those, then you're not going to be a championship team. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to give you the first first pick. Are you picking need or are you picking best player available? I'm taking best player available. Period. All right. But your needs are what? Right, wide receiver and potentially running back. Mm-hmm. And offensive line. You better get a lineman. I think you need you need a running back, you need a guard, and wide receiver, wide receiver, or rush end. It'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds, but I, I just I'm just I, I think it's I think they're I are they holding their cards close to the vest? I mean, I cannot believe that that they haven't got a solid plan, whether it's right or wrong, that they don't have a solid plan on what they're going to do. I just can't imagine that they haven't made up their mind on Pollard, that they haven't made on their mind on Zeke, if they haven't made up their mind on, on how they want to go about this. Well, it's all going to be predicated on money. Always is. If they can get the They've numbers right. They've got a little room, don't they? They do, but they still they want to get the money right. I mean – what are they going to do with Dak? That's the first question. Are you going to extend everything, him? Well, yeah, they're going to extend him. And they're going to be married to him from here on out. Well, you keep hearing Jerry Jones say one of the big mistakes they've ever made is not drafting quarterbacks. Yeah, but he has Johnny Walker blue in his hip pocket all the time. <laughs> Uh, 727. Hey, I did want to get to this in the, in this segment. We're going to talk to Matt Jackson coming up in a few minutes, but I did want to get to this. Uh, ESPN's uh, Charlie Cream yesterday put out uh, his latest bracketology on the women's side. Right now, your, uh, 
Your ones are South Carolina is the overall number one. Indiana's a number one. Stanford is a number one in Utah. There's your four number ones right there. They've got Baylor at number eight with, with an arrow, meaning they're on their way up. I guess after that win over Texas, that puts them on the eight line. They've got it, – let's, let's hope this is not accurate. They've got Baylor as an eight uh, in Columbia, South Carolina. So if the Bears if – this, if this holds true, they, then Baylor would play Miami in the first round, and if they won that game, then they would then get the number one overall seed, South Carolina, in the second round. That would be a, a tough ask. So yeah, it, Miami's not playing bad at all right now. <laughs> if in the only way I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but the only way to get off of that 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 format is if you don't want to play a one or a two on their home floor, you better get to a six. So they, if that's the case, then you got to jump up a couple of spots, and you've got a handful of games to do it. You got one well, more home. You got one, one home more, game, and, and then, then the you tournament. Got tournament. Yeah. So to get there. You got some work to do. To get a lot off, of work to do. To get off uh, an eight or a seven. Can they get to a six? Is there enough time? No. Maybe tough. Maybe tough. But man, oh man, uh, you certainly want to get off that eight where you're not playing a one in in round two. So we'll see. But that's uh, that's right now, that's where Charlie Cream has got Baylor. They got him as an eight going to Greenville, uh, going to Columbia to take on South Carolina in round two. Take it on Miami in round one. It's the 8-9 matchup. And then um, then you'd play the, the number one overall seed in South Carolina. All right, uh, 729. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You can join us if you like. Our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. That is the CNC Collision Center text line. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, March 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's Thursday, March 2nd from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. 
The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Early each morning. As we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food. The owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family and we take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Now 10 wins in a row for Baylor softball. Riley Campbell tossed a two-hitter in the Bears' 8-0 run rule win over UT Arlington. Baylor baseball is now 2-6 after an 8-3 home loss to UT San Antonio. Arena will continue in the boys' basketball postseason after an 38-37 win over Mejia. Conley was knocked out of the playoffs by Houston Fur, 68-43. Three rule changes are being considered to shorten college football games. No timeouts for first downs except in the final two minutes of each half. No consecutive timeouts for teams and no untimed downs after a penalty. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with La Vega Lady Pirates basketball on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 734, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. As uh, you may have heard just a moment ago on our uh, Sports Center update, Conley did uh, bow out of the uh, the playoffs the, uh, last evening, losing to Houston Fur by a score of 68 to 43. 68-43, the final. Uh, Houston Fur a winner over Quentin Snell's Conley Cadet. So uh, another great year for Conley. I mean, you want to talk about uh, Old Man River and, and just being consistent. 
Ward, we, we've talked about it a million times. Quentin Snell and the Cadets uh, the, every year. I mean, <laughs> you don't know how deep they're going, but every year they're going to be there. And they were there again this year and, and made a uh, made a nice run. So uh, their season does come to an end. Now, as we mentioned yesterday, there was, there was going to be what we thought might be a pretty good little basketball game up in West last night. And boy, did it ever turn out to be one of those one of those type games. And, and Lorena comes out with a 38-37 victory over the Mejia Black Cats. And we're joined now by Lorena head coach Matt Jackson. First of all, coach, good morning and, and congratulations. I appreciate it. Now, I'm pretty sure I just heard you say that um, Coach Snell is old, old man river. I think that's a good analogy to compare to Quentin Snell. <laughs> he is old. And he needs to remember that. So no, I'm just kidding. No, uh, he's one of the he is the he's the godfather around here when it comes to high school basketball in, in uh, Central Texas. So uh, I hate to see their season come to an end last night. He does a heck of a job over there. But and just what we were just talking about. I mean, every year they're going to be there, and they they always are. And they were again this year. So good stuff. Uh, we, we talked yesterday that this very well and could be and should be one of those type games, and it certainly was, wasn't it? Oh man, it was it was one of those you know, when years down the road when people are talking about games and, and, and memories, um this one's gonna be gonna begin with remember that one time when we played Mahaya at West and everyone's gonna know what you're talking about. And uh so it's just one of those program games, cultural games, I mean just that the city of Lorena is always going to remember. And it's, it was an atmosphere unlike any other. And uh, I'm just really, really proud of the boys for fighting and uh, battling that one out. Coach, how quickly, with all that being said, do you have to put that one behind you and get ready to head to uh, Midway High School and get started with that region tournament? Uh, that starts today. Um, you know, um, we told the guys, enjoy it last night. You deserved it. You enjoyed or you, you've earned getting the night to just to, uh, relish and think about it. And, um, you know, and so today's the day that we got to uh, just set it behind us and uh, get ready for that very first possession that we're going to see around six, six o'clock on Friday night. I'm going to take you back to the to the, the to the game last night. Did it flow? Did it go? Does was the tempo? Did the game unfold kind of like you thought it might? Uh, no, no, it didn't. I mean, I, it was very early on. We had a hard time scoring. You know, they hit the first basket. They had a three. I think they were even up. They were up five zero, maybe three or four minutes into the game, and we just had a hard time settling in. They had a lot to do with that. They were just pressuring us defensively, and um, so uh, and so then one of our guys, Keegan Rowell, <clears throat> gets a steal and gets a monster dunk, and that kind of settled us in a little bit. And uh, and so and it was hard to get the flow into it. I think the second half is when things started settling down a little bit for us, and we were able to find try tried to find some easier shots. When you look at what you've been able to accomplish, is, is this a team that can be versatile going further into the UIL? Can can you play the quick up and down game and still slow it down and get your offense moving uh, in a motion offense that controls the pace of the game? It's hard to do. Now, you know, it really <clears throat> one of the hard things to do is to play really really fast and then be able to turn around and slow it down. Um, that's really hard to do. But I think what our philosophy is, take what, it, what you got, whatever the game's given you. So if we got a chance to go and uh, play fast, which we did last time, that helped us get going. Um, we got some big stops and able to get some breakaways. Um, that really, really helps. But I think the, the term is 
you've got to be disciplined when you need to be disciplined. So that means we don't have to go down there and rush a shot. If we need to have a possession where we've got to move the ball, have three or four reversals, that's what the game calls for, um, then that's what you need to do. And I think these guys are disciplined enough, and they are uh, mature and smart enough to understand when that moment uh, takes place. So I trust that they'll recognize that situation and when to do that. You mentioned, Matt, that uh, you put this one behind you and you move on and get ready for Hitchcock, and obviously you got another tough challenge coming up. But do you take some things from this game into the the game on Friday night uh, in the semifinals of the regional tournament uh, against Hitchcock? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's actually going to be it's going to be a really similar game plan for us. I mean, they're really not much different uh, than um, than what Mejia was, and so I think we are able to go back and look at this film and see what we did good, what we did what we did not do as well, and uh, just get better at those things. And so it's going to be a quick turnaround. Uh, but the thing is, you're now you're a March basketball team, so there's really not anything at, out there that you haven't seen. And when you have a veteran team like uh, we luckily have. Have, they've kind of seen everything. It makes it a lot, <clears throat> makes it easier for you from a preparation standpoint. And uh, but no, you could take a lot. The biggest thing we took from last night is that these guys had adversity take place. Um, one of our uh, one of our best guards um, went down on that first dunk, and we didn't have him the rest of the game. That's probably 15, 16 points a game. He didn't play the rest of the game. And uh, those guys, they didn't freak out. They they just said, okay, next man up, and they found a way to get it done. So I think there's a lot of stuff like that and some grit and finding ways to win that um, – that you can definitely take from the take from that game and just having the confidence to know that you can win was huge. How much does it help your basketball team that you are playing basically in your own backyard? Get to sleep in your bed. You don't have to get on a yellow dog and travel a couple of hours to get to a region tournament, spend the night and, and those type of things. You get to have it right here in your backyard. It's really, really nice. I mean, these guys, they've grown up playing at Midway. You know, summer in the summer we, uh, we do hot hoops. We do our summer league, and they're always playing in that gym. And so it's a really, really nice, comforting fact. They were there last year uh, sitting in that gym. And so a lot of familiarity. It's nice to have uh, your fans be able to uh, just come drive over about 10 minutes and, and get right there. So Leopard Nation, if you're less listening, we need to make sure we see you guys at 6 o'clock on, on Friday night. Busy with Matt Jackson, the uh, head coach of the Lorena Leopards, and I know, you know, I know the old the old saying is taking one at a time, but it, it's a quick turn in these regional tournaments. How do you how do you prep or how do you go about prepping for back to back games in less than twenty four hours? Well, you know, I think you focus on this one. Right now, um, I'm I'm lucky I have two really good assistants around here that um, they'll they'll each take one of the other opponents on the other side of the bracket and you know if we can pull this thing off on Friday night then we'll come back to the office and they'll one of those guys scout reports going to be ready we're going to sit watch them film however long we need to that's another perk of being able to stay at home so we're going to send those guys to their house tell them to go to bed and then we have a gym that we get to go to on saturday morning you know and so bring them back up here we'll have a scout report film some walkthrough stuff in the gym it's just it's a nice luxury to have and so we'll be prepared but like i said at this point you've kind of seen everything so there's nothing out there that you don't really know um so then now you can just talk about it and they'll recognize it so uh that's that's just what you kind of do. You focus on this one and be prepared for um, Friday night to work work a long time and uh, be ready to go early Saturday morning. What do you got to do to beat this to beat this team? 
got to take care of the basketball. I mean, they um, they pressure uh, like none other. We've got to make sure we take care of the basketball. Um, number two, we got to defend. We got to just make sure we keep them out of the paint and uh, and just defend like we know how to do. Taking charges, rotating, helping each other out. And uh, and then I just say just be ready for the moment. And these guys have they've done that time in time out. And you know, just not to keep it long, just. A, Quick little story. I didn't know this until after the game. So, like I told you yesterday, we played Mejia last last uh, in December at the tournament in Allen, and it was a one point ball game, fifty two fifty one, and there were six point seven seconds on the clock, and we had the ball um, on the baseline, running the baseline out of bounds play, and it didn't work out for us. Well, last night. Same situation. We're down one, but instead of 6.7, it was 7.6 seconds. And uh, it's just kind of to see how, how it just works out. Um, you know, it turned out different this time. Just a really cool part of the story. Yeah, well, tell us about the play. I mean, it was something that you, you'd kind of been working on and kind of kept in your hip pocket, didn't you? Yeah, this is something we hadn't run all year, and uh, actually, I stole it. Yeah, uh, stole it from Indiana. I was watching Saturday basketball one time, and they ran a little play like this. And actually, the way it ended, that's not even um, what was intended to happen. And uh, but they they helped off on Camden Brock, and Kyle Ritchie was just sitting right there waiting for it, and he just went up, and that ball went up, and it was looked like it was about to go out, and it fell back in. You know, talking to Kyle last night, he said he was just laying on the ground, just underneath the basket, and he just saw the ball about to go out and just fell in. So that's something we've been working on uh, for probably the last three or four weeks just in practice. And, uh, and so we had an opportunity last night to run it, and um, it worked out for us. Coach, congratulations. Great win for your team. And uh, look forward to uh, following you guys uh, in the regional tournament over at Midway this weekend. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you guys. And, uh, and again, just remember, Quentin Snell is pretty old. So let's make sure we get the word out there. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Thanks, Have a great Matt. day. Thanks. We'll see you later. That's Matt Jackson. He keeps talking about Quentin Snell being old. No, he's not. He's just a pup. He's a kid. I've known Quentin a long time. <laughs> so, all right, 745. We're 15 away from 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And as we mentioned, it will be Lorena and Hitchcock, and that'll be coming up on uh, Friday evening at 6 o'clock uh, and uh, over at the – Midway High School, so I guarantee you that place will be packed and it'll be a lot of fun. So if you get a chance, there you go. Don't forget, we will have basketball on Friday afternoon, one fifteen for the pregame, one thirty for the tip on our sister station, 104.9 Star FM. It's La Vega, and uh, they're, um, they're in action against Glen Rose, the uh, number one team in the state, and uh, we'll have that broadcast with, uh, with Ward White's uh, coming up on Friday. I'm, I'm jazzed. I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm excited. Look, after what they did in the regional tournament, uh, getting over that hump and, and getting it done, I, I think, Ward, I think this is this is a team that's got a plan, and and uh, they're going to go execute their plan. Yeah, they, I, they've played well all through the playoffs and really haven't had a dip, and hopefully they can keep that motor running against the number one team. I mean, Glenrose is a good basketball team. They don't make a lot of mistakes, and so – uh, this is going to be a big challenge. They got the fight, and they got the the test and the challenge from Harden Jefferson, and then came back the very next day and went by twenty points or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I mm-hmm. mean, and so uh, that's what was encouraging to me because I was watching this team go through the playoffs, and they weren't being challenged. They were winning games by fifty, sixty, seventy points. Right. They got challenged. 
And, I mean, they got punched, and they punched back in that Harden-Jefferson game. And that that was great to see that they could stand toe-to-toe with somebody who was going to challenge them and then get it done. They've been able to do that all season long. Yeah. So, that, I mean, this is a team that, that doesn't – they don't blink. And they, they stay with inside their game plan, and that's the biggest thing. You don't get them rattled, and they don't start trying to do things that they're not capable of doing. They stay with the press, and they play it throughout the ball game. And they play good defense. And when you can do that, you give yourself a chance. All right, so that'll be coming up on Friday afternoon. Now, when they win the game, then they'll play Saturday night. Is that correct? Saturday night at 7 o'clock. There you go. All right, so that's the plan there. 747, this is game time. Your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. A quick note from the CNC Collision Center text line. Let's see. This one is from Grant. And he said, good stuff, guys. Go Cowboys. (laughs) So there you go. All right, uh, 747, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears close the regular season Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Iowa State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. Welcome back to The Naked Truck. It's time to answer more listener questions. Today's note comes from Josh, and Josh writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my wife? I bought a new truck, which I love, and I love to show it off on Saturdays when we take the kids to the soccer games. But here's the problem. My wife keeps nagging me to put a cover on that truck bed. She calls it naked, accuses me of embarrassing her in front of all the children and other moms. But I don't want to cut into my hunting budget and spend too much on a bed cover. What can I do? Dear Josh, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 or 20% off. And it will keep your hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take a detour down Lake Erie Drive and pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. American Bank has been serving Waco since 1952, and we're just getting started. Hi, I'm President and CEO Dana Hassel. Over the past few years, we've been busy investing in new technology to give you the best banking experience possible. 
We've also expanded our downtown branch and built two state-of-the-art buildings at our Woodway and Bellmead locations. With bright open lobbies plus fast personal interactive teller machines, everyone in Waco is now just minutes away from face-to-face -face banking. Visit us today and see how we're invested in serving you at American Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. It's now 10 wins in a row for Baylor softball. Riley Campbell tossed a two-hitter in the Bears' 8-0 run rule win over UT Arlington. Baylor baseball is now 2-6 after an 8-3 home loss to UT San Antonio. Arena will continue in the boys' basketball postseason after an 38-37 win over Mejia. Conley was knocked out of the playoffs by Houston Fur, 68-43. Three rule changes are being considered to shorten college football games. No timeouts for first downs except in the final two minutes of each half. No consecutive timeouts for teams and no untimed downs after a penalty. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Did you know that on this day in 1872, the Yellowstone National Park Protection Act went into law, making Yellowstone, Yellowstone the first national park in the entire world? In the world? In the world. Come on now. In the world? In the world war. Uh, you buying that one? No. You're not buying <laughs> You don't think Yellowstone was the first national park ever? No. I think Ryan's trying to pull one on us. I do, too. Okay. Also, on this day in 1969, New York Yankees legend Mickey Mantle announced his retirement due to persistent knee injuries. He finished his 18-season career all with the Yankees, three MVPs, seven World Series championships. He also holds six World Series records, by the way. 15-time All-Star, 536 home runs, over 1,500 RBIs, a career 298 batting average, and a 1974 Hall of Fame class boot as well. Yeah, pretty good player. Not bad. I'd say he was still one of my favorites. <laughs> Got a restaurant in, in Oklahoma City that it has I've the never... best steak ever. Wow, it is good. It is good. Bring your bring your pocketbook, but it is good. <laughs> Worth every cent. Oh, it is. I I, I don't disagree with you. What's your, great place? What's your go-to cut of steak, Ward? Ribeye. Ribeye. Me too. Me too. And also on this day, are you a well done or a medium well or a rare? Well done. Are you some, kidding some me? Some like it well done. Well, they no. ought to be whipped. Some don't like it mooing. No, it needs to be medium rare. Medium rare? I get medium. I'm not telling. I'm medium well. Oh. Ugh. On a ribeye? Yes. Oh. I don't want any blood in my you, plate. Oh. You don't like that's any pink? good stuff. Yeah, no. That's, I don't. It's delicious. Might delicious. as well just eat a charcoal briquette. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my grandma does. My grandma likes it well done. I'm like, mm -mm. no, ma'am. No, I don't. But All right. Also, on this day in 1953, Thomas Hollywood Henderson was born. He wow. turns 70, 70 years old today. Born on this day in Austin, Texas. Cowboys linebacker, 1978 Pro Bowl member, and was a... Remember on the 1977 Super Bowl team for the Cowboys. Do you remember him spiking that football over yes. the goalpost? Yes. I mean, he was he was a freak of an of of, of an athlete. 
to me, he kind of changed how linebackers played the game. I, I know we talk a lot about, uh, you know, the uh, the New York Giants and, and how they went about their business with their linebackers. But, man, oh, man, Hollywood Henderson was that kind of dude, too, wasn't he? Oh, he he, he was a hybrid guy, to oh. say the least. He, he could, he could run do things, a hole in the wind. Yeah, he could do things that just weren't supposed to be done by somebody in that position. Yeah, as a, quote, linebacker. Yeah, you're right. But he, he spiked that ball over the goalpost. I was like, what in the world did he just do? He could fly. Yep. So happy 70th birthday to Hollywood Henderson. Also, today on, on this day in 1914, the great Harry Carey was born. and he passed. Holy cow, really? Holy cow. Born in St. Louis, Missouri on this day over a career that spanned over four franchises and 53 years in Major League Baseball. And only one that mattered. He called the Cubs, mm-hmm. yeah, which he did spend his last 16 seasons with the Cubs. He spent 11 years with the White Sox before that as well. He called over 8,300 Major League Baseball games. And, and he was not, I mean, he was relevant, but he made his hay when the Cubs, when cable TV arrived on the scene and the Cubs were on every afternoon Wasn't on it WGN TBS. or something WGN. like that? WGN. Yep. Every afternoon, Cub game was on, and the the whole United States, because of cable, became Cubby fans and Harry Carey fans. Yeah, and I mean, in, in that seventh inning stretch became iconic, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good stuff. So, yep, now you know. Today, happy birthday to Harry Carey as well. Holy cow. There you go. All right, it is uh, 7.57. We're... Uh, Three minutes away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us. Uh, John Morris is here. He's got t- today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball falls at home to UT San Antonio while softball continues to roll. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Truck Month, shop the greatest selection of new inventory in Central Texas at Allen Samuels. Ram trucks have all the quality for work or play. With impressive towing capabilities, heavy-duty payload capacity, smooth ride, and a luxury feel interior design. If you're looking for a truck that can do it all, come see the possibilities of a Ram truck. And if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build a custom car, truck, SUV, or van of your dreams. Shop DCJ.com or come in to see us today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Want the latest in Nike Baylor gear? It's available at the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus or online at BaylorShop.com.
Baylor family, get ready for Baylor Bold Weekend by downloading the Baylor Bold Rewards app ahead of the packed weekend of events beginning Thursday, March 2nd through Sunday, March 5th. Fans that attend at least three events on Saturday and Sunday will complete the punch card on the app and be entered to win an autographed item by one of our head coaches. As part of the festivities, there will be a block party on the lawn outside Baylor Ballpark on Saturday from 1 to 5 p.m. Download the Baylor Bold Rewards app now to join in on all the fun. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball home at Baylor Ballpark last night playing UT San Antonio. The Bears drop an 8-3 decision to the Roadrunners. Next up, hosting a four-game series against Youngstown State this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Meanwhile, Baylor softball number 21 in the nation hosting UT Arlington Tuesday evening at Getterman Stadium. They get a five-inning run rule, 8-0 victory over the moving Mavs, their 10th straight win on the season. They're now 14-1 on the year. Head coach Glenn Moore says it is a total team effort for the team's success. You know, there are a lot of things that I really like, and we certainly have uh, can play better in some areas as well. But I think all aspects of the game, we're doing some things really well. And in all aspects of the game, there are things that we can improve on as well. Uh, you know, you can't ask a whole lot more from, from Dari Orm uh, than what she's been giving us. But we've responded to, uh, to the adverse situations very well. And uh, just a hungry team that enjoys playing the game and they're going out and competing right now every time we step on the field. So I could, again, I couldn't be happier with what they're doing. And uh, at the same time, it's early in the season and, and we've got to continue to get better because everybody else is. Glenn Moore and Baylor softball now 14-1 and on the season. They'll host the Ode to Joy Invitational this Saturday and Sunday at Getterman Stadium. Games both days against Texas A&M and Sam Houston State. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, straight up and down, 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time, your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend, and the car business. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we welcome into the program from the uh, podcast, Big 12 this week, we say good morning to Bill Pollock. Bill, good morning. Thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for uh, inviting me on. Great to be with you guys. Let's jump in and talk about Big 12 basketball right out of the box. Uh, last night, what to me, was a prime example of this league. You had Texas Tech and Kansas on Kansas's home floor, senior night, and you end up with a knockdown dragout. That that's just been the nature of this league all season long. Well, that's why it has been so fun to watch because top to bottom, you don't know what's going to happen. You're going to get the best from every team, every opponent that you face. And Texas Tech has, you know, been playing some pretty decent basketball of late. They got off to such a a horrible start in Big Twelve, but. You know, one thing I was thinking about this last night, I was watching this game. I was like, thinking to myself, man, I'm a little surprised about this. But, you know, back uh, at the beginning of Big 12 play, and I think it was on January 3rd, Texas Tech had a chance to beat Kansas. And there was a controversial call uh, that, that didn't go their way. And it was one of those where 
you know, Kansas had won their first couple games of the year, and there were some close calls where you know maybe if they don't get them, they end up losing to Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. So, yeah, this is a team. You know, Mark Adams, he brings his team. They're going to play you tough. Uh, Kansas had a had a tough night shooting the ball, and they had to, to grind it out and get some some key plays down the stretch to pull it out. And uh, yeah, everyone will be battle tested heading into Kansas City next week. Only a couple more days in Big Twelve regular season play. A couple of games tonight, and then Saturday finish out the schedule. Is there anybody that can position themselves in the Big Twelve to give them an opportunity to? maybe get a little bit better seed going into the Big 12 and then get to the Big 12 and give them an opportunity to sneak in the tournament? Yeah, well, that's interesting. You know, you talk about sneaking in. I, I think TCU is in. I think right now their latest projection, they're a, they're a five seed. But there's some, somebody that could certainly move up. Um, you get a couple of wins here at the end. Um, they haven't had uh, a winning conference record. I was reading their their game notes here this morning. They haven't had a, a winning record in conference play since uh, 2001, which I found amazing. I didn't even realize that. You have to go all the way back to the to the whack days for TCU. So this is an opportunity where they could finish 10 and eight. Uh, you get that that big win. Uh, uh, over Texas, uh, that could certainly help you. And you, you know, maybe you you get a game or two uh, in can. Yeah, you could certainly move up there. <clears throat> um, you know, Iowa State struggling. Uh, they've kind of hit a wall. Uh, it'd be nice to to see them get a win um, this weekend, and, and they might improve their their seating. You know, I think it's going to be tough for Oklahoma State. Um, I know West Virginia is is in there. I just I, I don't know if they're a I don't know if they're a tournament team, uh, six and eleven in, in conference play. I don't know if they're um, if they're there. I mean, they're they're kind of you know, right in there at that ten spot, according to Joe Lunardi. Th- they could benefit from a couple of wins. They've got to they've got to show out well though. They've got to play well in Kansas City. That's been a struggle for for Bob Huggins. So, you know, this was one of those things where you looked at it and thought, hey, maybe all ten teams make the tournament. I at least thought, you know, eight could make it. Now we're looking at six, and that is pretty realistic. I think it would be pretty tough at this point now for uh, for Oklahoma State or Texas Tech to try to sneak in. So it, it's going to be tough. I, I think it's um, it's getting to the point where unless one of those schools makes a huge run in, in Kansas City and opens up some eyes, uh, I, I think we're kind of looking at, um, at, at the six teams. You, you mentioned Iowa State struggling. Uh Baylor handed Oklahoma State their fifth consecutive loss on Monday night. What's going on with the Cowboys? Yeah, good question. I don't know, because prior to that, they had won seven of eight, and they were playing some really good basketball. And, you know, I don't know. We've seen that with with a lot of teams this year. You know, Baylor had a three-game losing streak. Kansas had a three-game losing streak. Um, you know, maybe it's the grind of the schedule and, and just the way things are things are hitting at this point, but Oklahoma state was one of those teams. And I, I talked about it on the big 12 this week podcast, you know, two, three weeks ago, I was like, Hey, this, this team looks like they're for real. Um, but I, I can't put my finger on it. And, and I've done a lot of head scratching this whole season. You kind of see the way teams play and all of a sudden you think, okay, hey, they, yeah, they look pretty solid. And then boom, they, they have a drop off. Kansas state had a drop off and now they're starting to pick back up. So they may have just hit a, hit a bad spot, hit their, hit their slump at the wrong time of the season because they, they certainly needed to keep that rolling after the way they had been playing there for a couple weeks. The way this, this league is perceived and the way it's been playing, 
how many teams do you think realistically can get to the Elite Eight out of this conference? Wow, I know. Um, you know, I think I think Kansas. Uh, I think Texas. Uh, I would love to. I would love to see Baylor get there as well. I, I don't know. I don't know about K State yet. Um, boy, they they've had a great season and a great first year under Jerome Tang, and um, I, I just don't know if they've got enough. Baylor, boy, if Keontae George, if they can get him healthy, hopefully that ankle sprain isn't. Uh, isn't as, as bad or, um, you know, they're just being cautious with this and you give them a couple days off. Uh, I think they have it, but I think they got to clean some things up defensively though, too. Um, if you put me on the spot right now, I would say two teams. I think Kansas and Texas have the best chance. Baylor, I'd still like to see a little bit more, uh, get Keontae healthy. Let me see how they do in the big 12 tournament. And that could, that could certainly change, but I, I would go today. I would say two. And we, we've talked about this a million times, but I want to just get your perspective on it as well. Uh, next year, the uh, the conference will have the 14 teams, then, then Texas and Oklahoma move down the road to the SEC, and you're at 12. Is is the conference set and content with those 12 teams, or will there be more talk and more looking at expansion, uh, particularly out west? Yeah, well, Mac Rhodes, Baylor AD, uh, and, and I know him well. He's a great guy, and he's done a great job there at Baylor turning – a lot of those programs around and in the culture there. I can't say enough about him, but he, he mentioned that. He said, look, you don't know what's going to happen with the PAC 12. I don't want to see that fall apart, but this would be an opportunity though for the big 12. And I think commissioner Brett Yormark has to be looking at this and paying attention that if that conference kind of breaks up a little bit, they still don't have their multimedia deal. Yeah. I think to expand and, and maybe get it to 16 or 18 teams, I, I think that would make sense. And uh, you know, if you find the, find the right schools um i I think expansion is uh is a possibility and i honestly i don't think we're done with these four teams i I think you're going to see more and i think that'll be a good thing this time of year also means football's about to get back on the gridiron for spring who has the biggest challenge ahead of them in the big 12 this spring holy cow uh you know, I, I, well, I think TCU. I, I think what they did last year was remarkable. Uh, and now, can you build off of that? Can you uh, can you take that that sting of that that blowout loss against Georgia? Um, you know, maybe you kind of flew under the radar a little bit last year. You, you pulled some games out late. You had some miraculous finishes. But now, can you build on that? I think that's a huge challenge for Sonny Dykes. Um, you know, you just don't want to be a, a one and done, a flash in the pan. Now, can you? Can you keep that going? And I'm not saying that they got to make it back to the, you know, the national championship game, you know, the title game or bust, but yeah, you got to start building that thing in the right direction. Cause another thing that I've talked about, and I think a lot of people know this too, with Oklahoma and Texas leaving, all right, who becomes that team, you know, who becomes the team that you want to beat? And, and Sonny Dyke certainly uh, made a footprint. Um, and I think Baylor is one of those football squads as well, that they could kind of be the, those teams that slide in and say, Hey, you know, if you want to compete in this conference, you got to beat Baylor, you got to beat TCU. But yeah, I think a lot of pressure on, on Sonny Dykes to, to kind of follow that up and have a good repeat performance. I would suspect there's probably some things that got to get cleaned up in Stillwater, Oklahoma, when it comes to football as well. Well, that's true. I mean, but you know, Mike Gundy has a track record and he's had a lot of success. And um, if there's a little dip, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, he stayed the course and I think he can find ways to turn that around. But, 
yeah, listen, if, if you've got Oklahoma out of your conference and, and uh, you know, you can continue to recruit in Texas as, as Mike Gundy has done, uh, I don't expect them to be down very long either and uh, expect a, a quick turnaround. I think they got to figure out their, their defense and, um, you know, how they want to uh, approach that. I know he lost a, a big coordinator, but, you know, I, I think he can retool and, and um, you know, I, I don't think Oklahoma State will be down long. Hey, Bill, we appreciate it, man. Uh, thanks so much. Tell us a little bit about the, the podcast, Big 12 This Week. Yeah, Big 12 This Week. It's actually a, a radio program that airs Wednesday nights at 7, and we've got a great uh, radio network across the footprint of the Big 12. And then um, it does air as a podcast anywhere you subscribe. You just uh, search for Big 12 This Week. Um, it's also on some of the Big 10 schools' website, uh, Big 12 schools' websites, their 10 websites. Uh, and then we're on Sirius XM uh, Thursday nights. They rerun the show 6 Eastern, uh, Channel 375. That's the Big 12 channel. So, yeah, check it out if you can. appreciate it. Hey, Bill, thanks. We appreciate your time as always. Yeah, thank you. Have a great day. That's uh, Bill Pollock. And uh, it is uh, Big 12 this week. And, again, Sirius XM and uh, on Thursday nights. And then, of course, it is a podcast available as well. All right, uh, 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. It's 8-11. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Ward, you, I'll ask again. You ready to go? You excited? You pumped? Yeah, ready. <laughs> it's, it's Friday, baby. And we're talking about the semifinals, uh, La Vega and Glenn Rose. And w- w- do we consider do we consider Glenn Rose – Far North Central Texas, or are they North Texas? They're not North Texas by any stretch of the imagination. They're not in the Cross Timbers. Mm, they're pretty close. Yeah, they're close. They're pretty close to the Cross Timbers. They're more Cross Timbers than they are Central Texas. I'll go that. Are they more Central Texas or, or, or North Texas? If we took Cross Timbers out of it, would we say that they're... They're, they're more North Texas. Okay. All right. So they're not one of us. No, I mean, it's... It's you know, right there by the Metroplex, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah. Should be fun. Glenn Rose and um, – well, the reason I ask is we've done a lot of games there. And, we, and a lot of our local teams play there, I guess, because it isn't terribly far, and you can schedule those guys in, in non-district facilities. games. And, and facilities are nice. And Thanks to Brown and Root. <laughs> there's a big old – semiconductor thing that sits up there that generates a little electricity and also generates a little yeah the nuclear money. power plant yeah wasn't that one of the first ones ever mm. in, in texas i think yeah, it may have been the second one in texas i'm telling you man because it's huge yeah and all of a sudden it started generating dollars and cents for uh for that school district mm-hmm. and they did some nice things all right uh, 8 13 we're 13 after eight o'clock uh this is game time on espn central texas Glenn Moore and Baylor Bears Softball on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball hosting the Ode to Joy Invitational this weekend at Getterman Stadium. Game Saturday and Sunday versus Texas A&M and Sam Houston State on 101.3 FM. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM. 
Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 crew cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramie, and Top of the Line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get values up to $3,000 on a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-Delicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, 816, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, should we just take the morning off and maybe go play golf or go fishing or take a nap? Where are you going with this? It's just a beautiful day. Yeah, well, hang on. It's in the mid-80s. Hang on. Yeah? It's coming. What is? We're going to have storms today. Nah. Really? It's hailing in the Metroplex right now. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. It was raining in Whitney this morning. Was it really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're having thunderstorms today. It's a coming. All right. my hair. (laughs) Staff meteorologist Ward (laughs) Whites. 
You go uh, ahead and go play golf. See how that works out for you. Well, looking out this window, Tom, it looks a little cloudy. I don't see this. I don't see a sun. Here comes the sun. Here comes doon, the doon, sun. Doon. All right. It's all right. Anyway. So, so Stephanie's wow. with us. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> for the final time. No, I'm kidding. Uh. And Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here what we do you got on your mind today, Stephanie? Well, as I was in the Googles. I found this. This happened in 1939. She was now in the Googles. In the Googles. In yeah. the Googles. Is that like a place? I don't know, but I don't want to go there. <laughs> but anyways, they did this back in 1939, 1940, and I guess it was a form of... Around inter- Tom's birthday. Right? Oh, Ooh, wow. Oh, Tom. Anyways, they did this, and they filmed it in the United States, and it was called Baby Boxing, and... They would call it the baby bashers. Now, we couldn't get away with this today, but they would put kids in a ring with actual boxing gloves from the ages three up to ten. I think we should do that today. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I'm not saying nothing. Mom and daddies wouldn't like that. But they had this one little boy. He was probably three years old. They'd get him out of a high chair. They named him, or his name was Baby Tiger. The problem was he wouldn't box because he wanted his mama all the time. <laughs> That's well, greatness. Isn't it? I know. So they would Baby film it. Baby all set for battle. A bottle at me army. The toughest tots <laughs> in the States, oh yeah, just waiting for the gong to wipe the floor with each other and then some. So yeah, it was it was a thing. That okay? is classic <laughs> 1940s sports broadcasting, ladies and gentlemen. It was. So they would, that was like a form of the entertainment, and the mamas would take all their babies out there. I guess that was like their recess or playground. There's Tiger Tim. Yep, Tiger Tim. He's like three or four years old, and you could not keep him in the ring because he didn't. He wanted his mama. They are going at it. And then you had Strangler Joe and Bitterbit, nine years old, and they were famous ones. And you could see them boxing, but they're laughing the whole time that they're doing it. And these kids got some moves. And if you look, I think they have coaches that are like, you know, like in real boxing on the ring and kids are tearing them on. I mean, like the kids had fun. It's not like they were really hurting each other, but it looks kind of cool. Well, it took off so big, it went over to Britain and Britain called it Toddlers Punch It Up. Toddlers Punch It Up. Toddlers Punch It Up. So you had the baby bashers in the U.S. and the Toddlers Punch It Up in England. What but, a great idea. Yeah, that's what they did in 39 and 40. But you can find it on YouTube, and it actually looks funny. It looks great. I mean, no kids are really being hurt. They're laughing at each other. Um, And they even have some girls that get in this ring, and they go at it. I will tell you this. When I was growing up in, in, you know, how you had PE and Mm -hmm. athletic periods, Mm -hmm. we boxed. Did you really? Yeah, absolutely we did. Well, when I was growing up, I had two younger sisters, and we'd start and fighting my sweet box. Daddy would just take us in the backyard well, Everybody and say, did that. go at it. I had two older brothers. Yeah, it was going to happen. Yeah, just let it go. But Mom, I'm afraid if you tried to put kids in the ring and make money off of toddlers them. Toddlers in the ring. Yeah, that that's kind of a problem nowadays. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it should be. Yeah. Well, I don't think they made money off it back in the 1940s. I think it was just... You don't think anybody was betting on that in the you 40s? Well, maybe, but... And they looked, the, the crowd was full, so you know they charged a couple maybe. of bucks to get in. The moms were betting against each other or something. But it was kind of, I thought it was 
cuteness. I think it's awesome. And, uh, Fantastic. you know, think about it. You're going, World War II is happening, so let's just do some entertainment, keep people's minds minds off it. And the only one you ever saw crying was Baby Tim or whatever. Oh, Tiger, Tiger, Tim. Tiger Tim. You could not, they would literally put Tiger Tim in a high chair. And then when it was time, take him out of the high chair and be, all right, let's go at it. And he would not, he would just cry and walk off the ring to go find his mom. But it's greatness. Grumpy says Ward needs to call a basketball game like it's 1940. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, Yo, you should. <laughs> and recorded. That would be fun. But yeah. Oh, it'll be recorded. It's anyways, I think that is greatness. Greatness, greatness. We I kinda uh, agree with Ward. Thoughts, Why not do it now? We ought to try it. The thoughts of Ward and Stephanie <laughs> are those of their own and not this radio station. <laughs> These are not thoughts of mine. This was a story I found. So I'm just saying that in today's world, oh, you couldn't do that today. You couldn't do that today. Unfortunately. But I do remember like when I was growing up being younger, you know, you'd have the girls PE classes and the guys PE classes and the guys would put on like, what do you call those things? Like vests that were rubber or whatever. Like, you know, pads, pads. That's the word I'm working for, pads, like football pads. And don't look at me like that, Tom. And they'd have boxing gloves, and they would, you know, the coach would teach you how to box. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that in the girls' PE class. But anyways, I thought that was interesting and kind of fun for today. Seriously, what what age does Golden Gloves start? It's, it's like relatively 12. young, eight. isn't it? Eight. I say eight to wow. ten. I don't know. I'll look it up. I, I know it's, it's Golden really Golden Gloves, young. yeah. So, I'm, just, I'm just kind of curious. I remember, too. That remember, like on a Saturday, boxing would come on. You'd watch Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. the biggest match of this. You don't see much boxing on your major networks anymore. Kind of gone away. You got uh, that, what is UFC? it, MMA or whatever? It's... I don't know, but I mean, I guess there's still some boxers out there. I couldn't name there them is. today. And that's the problem with the sport. You can't name them today where you could name. I think you can start at 10 because that's when I started, but they may have moved it up. I'm just kind of curious because. Golden Gloves at one point this was huge. This says 17 to 34. Yeah. For Golden Gloves? I, no, and, and no, no, a, no, 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 no. It was, says the Silver Gloves is 10 to 15 is what it says. Golden Gloves used to be 10 because Silver. that's yeah. when I started. Silver should be like 64 plus. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. I don't know why boxing's not on anymore because it used to be a big money maker. It's not relevant. That's why. Well, it's on, but you don't. They don't tell about it. They're on HBO and paying for it. Yeah, you have to pay for it now. I don't know if that's right. Jim Lampley's on HBO and calling all those boxing matches, but you don't know who's in the ring. Have you ever gone to a match before? No. You've never been to a boxing match? No. You've never had a desire? You never went to Golden Gloves growing up and watched that? No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Me neither, so there you go. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of fun to go watch one in Vegas like they show in the movies. Like, you remember the movie? What was that movie, Hangover? Was it Hangover? Yeah. Mike Tyson was in it. Yeah, yes. but th- he wasn't there to box. He was there with his tigers. Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that, that is your sports talk from Stephanie this morning. All right. Baby boxing. There you go. Stephanie, we need you to go sell something. <laughs> okay. <I'll laughs> Have a good one. Pay for that new Alan Samuels vehicle. Oh, remind me of it, please. So there that you payment's go. payment's coming. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. That is Stephanie from sales. Uh, so... It says that Golden Gloves was 17? Yeah, that can't be right. I don't think so. That's, I I know I was at least 10 when I started. You know, it's, at, it's, and maybe that's a, a little bit old. I'll have to ask my dad. I can't remember for sure. Yeah, I mean. 
It was great. We used to fight at the Tarrant County Convention Center. Yeah, it I was mean, a huge deal. They had it here. They had golden gloves here. I mean, I, that's why I'm a little surprised by that. Uh, Corey says that uh, I know a lot of folks in sports, and Tyson Fury is the only boxer I can name now. I, and, and that's the problem with that boxing. That may be the only one I can name, too. That's He's the problem with boxing. And, and we've done this before. It used to you, you used to be able to rattle off those names. You know, Larry Holmes, Mike Tyson, Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran. Uh, you know, you just go on and on. You had you had relevant names in the sport. Well, and now you don't. You had personalities in the sport. Absolutely, you, you did. had relevant names, and you had it on ABC's Wide World of Sports, right? Every week. But don't you think? And here we go. But don't you think if if there was demand for it, it would still be on over the air television? But I don't think there's a great demand for it. Well, it's because they don't have the personality. That's it. I, there's not a great heavyweight. If there was not. another good heavyweight that came along, yes, it would It would be on the mainstream channels where you could get it. And you got too many of those WW. I mean, you know, they got it's it splintered too many times and too many different organizations. And it just became all about money instead of about the sport. And it just be, it's just not relevant anymore. Now, if you got a couple of guys and you had a an actual you know uh, rivalry between you know between two or three guys, and then it makes it relevant again. But it just just isn't. Not, I don't, not I now. don't think it'll ever be relevant again. No, and then you have and again, I, I guess it's called what MMA or whatever yeah, UFC, all that. yeah, and all that UFC two thousand and forty six. I'm not. Wasting my time. No, nor am I. But I'm telling you, it, it wouldn't be on that television set in a pay-per-view format if people didn't pay for it. Well, yeah, you're right. I, I agree 100%. But, I mean, I'm not paying for I, it I'm when I can, I can go down to Northside or 6th Street and watch it for free. <laughs> I, I, I don't disagree one bit. I, they're, they're not getting... They're not getting my money. So, there you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Leon is going to change directions on us for a second, but I'm with Leon here. Since the since the Rangers are winning, are we counting these preseason games? No. Yeah, so Ward, no. <laughs> That's no. a great point, no. Leon. That's three in a row. That's no. three in a row. No. And then we get two wins for a split squad victory. No. <laughs> ah, Absolutely not. They'll have 25 wins before we ever throw the first pitch of the regular season. Nope. Doesn't count. Good call, Leon. Nope. <laughs> Put the bottle down, Leon. So all we, <laughs> we got to do is get about 80 now. Uh, 828, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas, and we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we are uh, brought to you in part by Advance Foundation Repair. When it comes to your home's foundation, accept no substitute. And, and we've talked about it a million times. I, I'm going to give you a bunch of details and a bunch of information Here's the one thing you have to remember. Go to fixitjimmy.com. Fixitjimmy.com, and you will be set. And you can get all the, the, the pertinent information that you need to have your home checked out, have your home fixed, and, and feel a lot better about the situation. You see, Advanced Housing Leveling and Foundation Repair has been lifting homes for over 120 years. So trust your foundation to the most experienced company in Texas. Concrete pillings, steel pillings, uh, soil injection, 
uh, water drainage, you name it, they can do it for you. They'll show you where your home is within building tolerance. They'll show you where your home is not. And they'll show you how to how to repair it. They'll sit down with you and go through the, all the details and make sure you fully understand what is going on with your foundation. So if you feel like, you you know, maybe that door doesn't close tightly in the summer and you can't close it at all during the winter, maybe you do have a little shifting. Why don't you talk to the folks at Advanced Foundation Repair? Just go to fixitjimmy.com. That's fixitjimmy.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. John Wilner and John Canzano, they got with the commissioner. And by the way, that's prompted me. I've now reached out to the Big 12 to try to get Brett Yormark on. I mean, my gosh, if he's going to be doing Pac-12 podcast, Aaron, <laughs> right? he should be on our show. For goodness sakes, he should be on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship of Baylor. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. At Willis Plumbing, they say our plumbing pays because it stays. Willis Plumbing specializes in all type of residential plumbing, including repair, service, and remodeling. And they also pump septic tanks and grease traps. Willis Plumbing, 3217 Belmead Drive, 254-799-5300. Owners Kenny and Martha Willis are proud La Vega High School graduates and are supporters of the La Vega Pirates and Lady Pirates. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. It's now 10 wins in a row for Baylor softball as Riley Crandall tossed a two-hit shutout in the Bears' 8-0 win over UT Arlington. 
five-run fourth inning allowed UT San Antonio to overcome an early Baylor lead on their way to an 8-3 win at Baylor Ballpark. After the first month of the season, the MCC baseball and softball teams are still ranked among the nation's top ten. The Highlanders remain in third with their 13-4 record. Chris Berry's softball team comes in seventh this week with 13 wins and five losses and starts conference play today with a doubleheader at Hill. Lorena will continue in the boys' basketball postseason after an 38-37 win over Mejia. Conley was knocked out of the playoffs by Houston first, 68-43. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with Baylor Bear softball on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 834, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as uh, we welcome you in to uh, Hour 2 of the program presented by AT&T. AT&T? How about Alan Samuels? <laughs> Toss Chrysler, Chief Ref Fiat. AT&T, where'd that come from? Uh, let's talk some softball. Let's welcome into the program from the Baylor coaching staff, Hoot Jonigan. Hoot, good morning. How are we? Hey, we're doing great, guys. How are you guys doing? We're terrific. I just don't know what time it is. Do you? Yeah, I was going to ask you what time it was. I think you said 34 uh, after the hour. That would be 26 <laughs> to, the, to, to the top of the hour. An hour 26 to the top of 10 o'clock. <laughs> oh, right? if people, that's, it, that's exactly correct if people only knew. Hey, who, when you guys yeah. were going through fall, did you anticipate such a great start from your club? Well, you know, you have so many new faces. You really didn't know what, uh, what was going to happen. So, and, and you never know, you, you'd always hope you're going to start that way, but uh, you never really knew. And, and even coming into the season, you know, you know, we talked about it. We have 12 or 13 kids that could start for us and we're trying to find the right mix. And we've been doing that through these tournaments as well. And, and, you know, the girls are making it tough on us to, to have to pick the, the best nine because, you know, a lot of them are playing and playing well, and we're just trying to find that best combination. So, uh, and it's a lot better when you can, win those games, which we have been, been doing that. And so, uh, that makes it a lot more fun. So, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you ever expect to just get off the gates like this, uh, especially with so many new faces that you have, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been fun. The girls have come together and it's kind of been contagious and, uh, it's been a fun ride so far. What's been the biggest surprise or the most pleasant surprise so far, uh, on this eight game run? Well, I think Shailen Govan is is a big. I mean, not necessarily a big surprise, but come on, to have thirty one RBIs, maybe, in 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 fourteen, fifteen games, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty incredible. I mean, you know, you can have a lot of people come up and and uh, have opportunities to to get some runs, but you got to get people on base. And fortunately for her, you know, we've had a lot of people on base, and she's been able to drive them in. But uh, but to see the way her. Uh, our, our infield is, is mixed together uh, with the, uh, you know, uh, middle infield and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, that's been fun to watch to see the uh, trying to put the, the batting order in the right, right, uh, right order, if you will. We've had a lot of options there too. So there's there's been a lot of uh, a lot of good things that have that have come up and and uh, again we're still in the process of trying to find the best best nine and the best order to put them in and the best position to put them in. So uh, so it's been. It's been it's been fun. Talk about the circle a little bit. I mean, you you've got some arms and and you got kids that are really really doing a great job for you. Yeah, I really do. We got you know Dariana Orm has, has come back and 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 done really well. I mean, she's she's an elite pitcher. She's done a good job. And and of course, we had freshman Riley Crandall come in and and 
She pitched well last night. She's got some good stuff, and she's really going to be a good pitcher for four years here. And, and uh, you know, that's coming from Coach Newman and Coach Moore, who have had really some good pitchers throughout their their career here at Baylor. And uh, they're really excited about her, as well as, as Casey West. You know, she's come in and won state championships in high school softball in the state of Texas and, and uh, kind of brings in that mentality and that competitive bit of juice as well. And, and uh, you know, then Aaliyah Benford, she can beat anybody in the country as well. She's a little banged up right now, so we're keeping our fingers crossed on her. But, uh, you know, you, you put those four out there. Uh, and, of course, we got, we got a new one. Ava came in too. Ava Noel came in and uh, she got hurt as well. Uh, but she'll be back here in, in three or four weeks as well. So, uh, so we're it all starts in the circle, as you know. It's in baseball, it starts on the mound. It's softball, it starts in the circle. And they've definitely been been good. And Dari is Dari is fun to watch. You know, throw a perfect game and in uh, in seven innings is is incredible. And that was a fun fun thing to see as well. And it's kind of contagious. You know, everybody else sees that and wants to kind of duplicate that and and uh and they've done a great job so far you got the perfect game you got the no hitter is is there a tendency to kind of lean on her and, and you know or, or do you do you have that plan where you know we're going to get other kids in the circle no matter what well yeah there you got that plan and and, and coach Newman's done an incredible job there you know Dari's coming back from from an injury as well and, uh, you know, so we couldn't throw her out there too much. So we've been trying to give her some time in between, in between starts. And, uh, the first two weekends we were able to do that last weekend, we actually brought her back on the next day and she responded well. So we're kind of working her up. Mm-hmm. Plus you want to see the others, you know, you want to see the others and, and see what they can do and see what they can bring. And you do that in this pre-conference season. So when you get to conference, you kind of have all your roles established and you know where you're going. So, uh, so yeah, it's been it's been orchestrated that we try to get all these kids in, and this weekend we'll play uh, we'll play four games and probably only have three three eligible pitchers that uh, you know can go out there because of injuries and stuff. And so we'll strategically plan that out as well. But you need to see them all. Let's see what they can do. See what they can do against good competition, and and that way we kind of have some answers as we go into our conference season. Hey, you mentioned. Uh different combinations you they're, they're all swinging the bat well particularly at the top of the order right now yeah i really are it's and it's been fun it's it's contagious you know it's uh you know hitting is contagious and and one gets going and the next gets going and here we go and everybody relaxes and then they can uh you know let things flow really easily so uh it's, it's worked out pretty good so far we had a great group of kids they're, they're they're buying in they're getting after it they're competing that's what i like about it they're competing and making adjustments when you get in the box it's not thinking about mechanics or this or that they're they're grinding out at bats winning pitches and and trying to, to win ab's and you win ab's you're going to win innings you win innings you're going to win games you win games you're going to win championships so uh so they're they're competing in there and it's really fun to watch them battle and they get in the box hey i know, I know you've been focused on on your club by uh, but have you kind of kept an eye on, on other teams in the league? And, and what are you seeing from this conference early on in, in non-conference play? <laughs> we, we've got a tough conference, I can tell you that right now. You know, you know, last year, you know, Big 12 Conference finished in the in the top top three in the country. You know, the final final game was between two Big 12 teams, and uh, and they're back uh, as well as Oklahoma State, who finished third last year. So they're back and better and. Uh, you know, the, but the teams you got to watch out for, you know, Texas Tech's got a new coach. 
they're going to be much improved. Kansas is much improved. We played them in that NISC tournament up there. They're a good club, and, and they're improved this year as well, as well as Iowa State. So uh, this this league is going to be tough. I, I would venture to say, and I know everything goes to the SEC, but just like in basketball, uh, you know, that Big 12 is probably the toughest in the country. I think in softball, I mean, especially last year, you can say that. We've we've got one of the toughest leagues around, and uh, we're going to have our work cut out for us. So, But it's going to be fun. That's that's how to get to where you want to go. You want to play good competition. You want to play the best. And uh, you find out where you're at. You make adjustments. You try to get better and, and try to see if you can't reach that goal. Sam Houston and Texas A&M this weekend. Uh, what are you looking for in in this tournament? Well, you know, good club. Sam Houston State always puts together a competitive team. They they battle. They, they're well coached. And A&M's in the top 25. So, we're going to play each of those teams twice on Saturday uh, and then twice on Sunday. So it'll be a, it'll be a fun tournament. It's an Ode to Joy tournament. We're doing that in, in honor of Joy, uh, the mascot that passed away. And so uh, I think we're good. it's kind of a, a name we just kind of gave it when we had a three-team round-robin tournament coming into town. So we're going to pay pay honor to her as well. And and uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fun weekend. We're looking forward to it. Looks like the weather's going to be great. Got it sun. Sunshine and 70 degrees, which is going to be beautiful out there. And uh, we want everybody to come out and pack Getterman and, and uh, show some excitement for our Bears and uh, if we can't get some more victories. Hey, who thanks. We appreciate your time as always and uh, good to visit with you. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Hey, meal money, one, room 115. <laughs> 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 oh, <yeah>. As always, <laughs> that's great. We'll see you later. Oh, boy. Right, <laughs> it's from the song. He was <laughs> – oh, boy. He was – on the on the baseball side for a long time, and the first thing I would do, man, when we'd get some places, I'd go hunt him down because he had all the meal money. <laughs> I'd hunt him down like a rabid dog. All right, it's eight forty three. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The baseball Bears home for a four game series against Youngstown State this weekend. Games Friday at 6.30, a doubleheader Saturday at 2, and the series finale Sunday at 1, Baylor versus Youngstown State. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Jana's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You know I'm supposed to have your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep, see, it's going off. Say hi, Jana. Hi, everybody. It's Jana from... From uh, advanced, yeah, we're advanced. Advanced house leveling. House leveling. Foundation. She didn't repair. turn her phone off. She didn't I turn didn't. her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at two five four two three five four nine two two and tell her turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. <laughs> Let's see how stupid that one sounds. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. 
Welcome back to The Naked Truck. It's time to answer more listener questions. Today's note comes from Josh, and Josh writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my wife? I bought a new truck, which I love, and I love to show it off on Saturdays when we take the kids to the soccer games. But here's the problem. My wife keeps nagging me to put a cover on that truck bed. She calls it naked, accuses me of embarrassing her in front of all the children and other moms. But I don't want to cut into my hunting budget and spend too much on a bed cover. What can I do? Dear Josh, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 or 20% off. And it will keep your hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take a detour down Lake Erie Drive and pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Express Dry Clean Laundry is family-owned and operated and is proud to serve Bellmead and Waco area customers. They offer same-day service Monday through Friday at Express Dry Clean Laundry on any item dropped off by 10 a.m. Make sure and ask about their three-pan dry cleaning special. Plus, each Wednesday, if you use the Express bag, receive 25% off your total dry cleaning bill. Express Dry Clean Laundry, 901 Loop 340 in Bell Mead. Proud to support La Vega ISD administration, faculty and staff, and the Pirates and Lady Pirates. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. It's now 10 wins in a row for Baylor softball as Riley Crandall tossed a two-hit shutout in the Bears' 8-0 win over UT Arlington. A five-run fourth inning allowed UT San Antonio to overcome an early Baylor lead on their way to an 8-3 win at Baylor Ballpark. After the first month of the season, the MCC baseball and softball teams are still ranked among the nation's top ten. The Highlanders remain in third with their 13-4 record. Chris Berry's softball team comes in seventh this week with 13 wins and five losses and starts conference play today with a doubleheader at Hill. Lorena will continue in the boys' basketball postseason after an 38-37 win over Mejia. Conley was knocked out of the playoffs by Houston first, 68-43. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, Tate 48, this is Game Time. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Ward, you were just mentioning the National Football League going through some potential rule changes. What? what? Everyone's going through rule changes. NFL Executive Vice President Football Operations, Troy. Uh, Vincent has they've been in a deep debate 
uh, this week about the quarterback push rule that mm-hmm. we saw in effect last year. You know, the Eagles converted 29 to 32 quarterback sneaks last year, highly in part due to putting the fullback and the tight end in the backfield and pushing Jalen Hurts forward uh, in short yardage situations. Uh, and, and the you know offensive line have to get down low and and really dig. Their their concern is um, injury to the offensive line in that situation or the defensive line getting rolled on uh, with that big a mass coming forward. It's like a scrum, isn't it? It is. Now, once upon a time, that was an illegal play. Then it became a legal well, play. It was legal. Then it became illegal. Right. And now it's legal again. Yes. And for my money, I wish it was illegal. I don't like that. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it. Do you, you like to see all that mm-hmm. humanity in there? And yeah. Well, well, you can. I don't know how you stop a fourth and one quarterback sneak. I, I don't think you can. It's going to be tough. Yeah. And if you have a big physical guy like like a Prescott, who's who's a big guy, you know, it's almost impossible. So. Heck, just give them the football and give them a first down. If they get to fourth and one, it's – I don't know, man. Can you imagine if your quarterback got dinged up in that in that pile? That's going to be the contributing factor to it, – Because it's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. It, to, to get one of these guys, somebody coming over the top and still getting a good shot in, and then you lose your quarterback after the scrum for any amount of time – much less an extended amount of time, coaches will rethink the process in a hurry. Or if it's me and I have fourth and one, I'm sending my backup quarterback in to go underneath center a great and point. get pushed. I'm not using my number one quarterback in that situation ever. I They know what I'm fixing to do when I've got a fullback and a tight end and an extra tight end in the back. They know that the surge is fixing to come. So I'm sending my backup in every time anyway. I don't know why they continue to stay with their 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 first string quarterback. I'm not. I'm not using QB1 for that situation. Well, ever. along those same lines, why can't you put a running back under center and take the quarterback sneak? Because I mean, you, you could, have to work forever for them to take a snap. <laughs> well, and I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm telling you, I, I, that's a great point though. Get the starter out of there. Uh, and, and I know you're going to run some trick plays off of it. And you're going to run some boots after they get, you know, or, you know, like but it's your backup quarterback. If he can't do yeah. that, why are you paying him? Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's my point. I mean, but I'm not you, sticking him in that mass of humanity and that's what you're and You're going to get somebody hurt and then there's going to get, somebody's going to get fired over that mess. I mean, it, you know, I, I, I don't like the rule. I, I don't think that's the way we're not. Are we really playing football when we just get a scrum in there and, and get moving forward? I mean, is that really what football's supposed to be about? I, I like it. Yeah. I think if you if you're gonna have to fight for yards inside, but I like the running game. So So do I. Hand the ball the fullback. Let's go. <laughs> Hand the ball the tailback. Let's go. On fourth and one, I'm not taking a, a, I don't want to try to make that exchange if I don't have to. Well, I get it. Or, or you know, and then well, we all have we've all seen all different ways to do this. I, you remember the days when quarterbacks would walk up there and they'd go on silent counts. They'd go up there and just tap the center, you know, and, and go. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. It's just when when you feel like the defense stopped the offense, and then you get that pushing. Did they really 
earn the first down, or is that just we're stronger? Well, it than doesn't you. work for everybody. Well, the no, Eagles just perfected it. No, you're right. Uh, but you know what? We've seen the Cowboys do it too. I mean, Dak is a big physical guy, and he can go get in there, and and they can yeah, push. But it didn't work when they pushed. It only worked when he tried to jump over the pile. So I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of an art to making sure that your quarterback's going in the right direction and everybody's pushing in the right direction. Your offensive line still has to get down low and get center of gravity. Well, watch the defense. They can't get any lower than that. I, I know. They got their nose in the dirt. I, I like it. Yeah. That's what, you know, some like strawberries, some like, you know, bananas. But uh, I, I, I'm, I, for one, don't like that rule. I wish I, – I'm not opposed to the quarterback sneak. I'm just opposed to, you know, guys being able to just get in there and push. Are you opposed to – a guy catching it out of the backfield or a receiver catching it and the offensive lineman coming up behind him and being able to push them for a couple extra yards? I don't think there should be any pushing. Okay. I mean, I really don't, you know. There you go. So, anyway. Uh, A couple of quick notes here from the the, uh, CNC Collision Center. Text line, Leon says, you didn't stipulate the rules, Ward. Don't let him off the hook, Leon. Don't let him off the hook. Yes, I did. UFC is worth about nine, and this is Corey. UFC, let's see. UFC is worth about nine to ten billion bucks. Huge deal. It is. It is a big deal. I like it's watching a it. Real Do big you really? Deal. I like watching it. You're yeah. probably the target audience. Uh, yeah, the, young, the younger audience. Yeah, absolutely. Twenty-ish. No. Uh, let's see. Grant says seeing UFC live in person is a blast. I highly recommend oh. it. Have you been to UFC? I, it's it's on my bucket list. It's like top of places I want to go to, but the tickets are so expensive, and they hold they hold most of their events in Vegas anyway. Didn't you go to some UFC thing in San Antonio? Oh, that was that was wrestling. No, that, oh, was, that was wrestling. That, that, that was, was not. MMA. Don't say wrestling. Wrestling's wrestling. A, wrestling is a that collegiate was the cartoon sport. network, is what that was. <laughs> wrestling is an NCAA collegiate sport. Wrestling, wrestling is what you went to see. I went to see it, wrestling. He went to he went to a play. <laughs> That's exactly right. Pretty much rehearsed to perfection. So anyway, all right, we got to go. John's up at three this afternoon. Matt's at four. We'll see you tomorrow at seven.